Ride or Ride, what is up? Welcome to the Fitness Your Future podcast, a podcast helping obese individuals lose weight through science and experiences so they can live a longer, healthier life. My name is Edge and I'm excited to share this episode with you today. Last episode, I ended up scratching the surface about the toxic culture behind from a well-known weight loss reality show called The Biggest Loser. I'm pretty sure most of you heard about it. So this episode, I'll be diving deeper how personal trainers in the show train their clients in a toxic and unethical way. And I'll also explain why The Biggest Loser diet is doing more damage than you thought. And lastly, I will reveal what you can do to avoid making the same mistakes the contestants made throughout the show. Before we get into this episode, I would like to make it clear and throw in a disclaimer that I am not a doctor. I'm just an exercise science student at the time of this recording, reporting the best evidence that I can find to answer a question. Consult with your physician for medical advice and always seek the advice of a qualified healthcare provider with any questions regarding a medical condition. So, before I rip into the personal trainers in the show, I'm pretty sure that they are great people outside of the show, outside of the gym. Well, I hope so. But anyways, I have a problem with their personal training philosophies, and methods. When it comes to the personal trainers, I totally understand that the main goal of the show is to make the contestants lose as much weight as possible. But the way that they train these contestants, it's extreme. And I'll share a few examples why. Out of all the personal trainers in the show, that I have a problem with is Jillian Michaels. Just to give you a short summary about who Jillian Michaels is. So she is a personal trainer celebrity and she made multiple appearances and apparently in multiple TV shows. And she's been in the cover of multiple magazine outlets from Women's Health, The Live Strong to Parade, and Healthline. I understand that she's been at the personal training game for quite a while, but when it comes to her methods and approaches to train those contestants, it looks like she doesn't want to help them. She wants to break them, physically and mentally. Allow me to read a few quotes from this lady and see what you think. And I quote, I don't care if people die on this floor. You better die looking good. I'm proud that I made him vomit. If you don't run, I will pull Alex on the floor and I will break every single bone in his body. It's fun watching other people suffer like that. Now, let me ask you a question. Does that sound like a personal trainer that you would like to train with? Hell no. What the hell is that? Do you think a personal trainer like this encourages people to exercise 
for the rest of their lives to sustain good health for the long term? Of course not. The way that she delivers her approach, it's abusive and it can be traumatizing for a lot of people. Why would you want to go back to your exercise routine after going through a horrible experience like that? I honestly don't blame the contestants dropping their exercise routine after the show. Yes, I am totally aware that there is a tough love approach when it comes to training and coaching. I personally experienced when it was used the right way and used the wrong way. I'll give you an example of how tough love should be used in the right way. Tough love should be demonstrated to encourage and motivate you to do, let's just say, one more push-up or sit-up or whatever activity you're doing, and also shouting words of encouragement, and of course, holding the other person accountable. Now, when it's used the wrong way, there is such a thing called crossing the line, and Julian Michaels did cross that line when she trained those contestants. By saying those things that I quoted earlier from the show, and once again, it causes fear and trauma towards those people. I say it defeats the purpose for long-term sustainability. When it comes to my personal training philosophy, you gotta make your client, or yourself in this case, enjoy the exercise routine, whatever that is. That way... It's a lot easier to sustain that exercise routine for the rest of your life. Simple as that. As a matter of fact, I'm actually quite shocked that Julian uses that kind of approach, consistently mock people to vomit, despite of being an overweight child herself. I don't know. I think she's just a big fan of the old school approach. I know there are some people who are into that old school military boot camp approach by giving people physical insults and threats and shouting them into their faces. Like I said, it may work for a very small group of people, and I believe that approach doesn't work with most of the population nowadays. At the end of the day, do whatever works best for you. There are multiple reasons why contestants gain weight after the program. Yes, the show did fail teaching their contestants long-term weight loss approaches. That is part of the problem. But when it comes to the quote-unquote the biggest loser diet, a lot of people ended up starving themselves throughout the show because of the ridiculously low-caloric diets. Yes, I do preach over and over again in this platform that you got to be in a consistent caloric deficit in order to lose weight. But there is such a thing of going to the extreme of that as well. Since most contestants at the beginning of the competition weigh about approximately 300 plus or 400 plus pounds, which means their caloric maintenance is really, really high. But it doesn't make sense to me that off the bat, they're immediately thrown into a super low-calorie diet. And that right there is a recipe for disaster. I ended up watching some clips of their weekly weigh-ins, 
And there's actually a dude out there who ended up losing 17 pounds in a week. So 17 pounds, that's a lot of weight. So let's go ahead and break it down. If we do the math, we already know it's an extreme caloric deficit. Like I mentioned in the past, one pound of fat equals approximately 3,500 calories. So if we do the math, 3,500 times 17 equals to 59,500 calories. So if we take that number divided by seven, since there are seven days in a week, so that means that guy is 8,500 calories below his caloric maintenance per day, which also translates to that guy losing 2.4 pounds per day. And that is ridiculously extreme. And that is way off from the recommended weight loss pace, which is 2 pounds per week per day. Now, I'm no nutritionist, but I have a pretty good idea of it. I would say it's very unnecessary to have a 300 plus pound person to go in a very low caloric diet like that off the bat. When it comes to the health consequences of being an extreme caloric deficit like that, their metabolisms ended up getting damaged. So in layman's terms, metabolism is the process of converting calories into energy. So in this case, in a extreme deficit, your metabolism slows down to protect the energy that your body has left to do important things like keeping your heart pumping and keeping your organs functioning. But the problem is if you refeed your body, things do not simply turn to normal right away. By being in a starvation diet, your body doesn't trust that you will keep refeeding it again. And the consequence of that is you'll start storing body fat for the next starvation. And that is why a lot of former contestants ended up regaining the weight that they put in a lot of blood, sweat, and tears. The moral of the story, whenever you're going through a weight loss journey, don't be in an extreme caloric deficit like that. Yes, you'll lose the weight in a rapid pace, but at what cost? Just remember to be in a healthy deficit. That way, you'll maintain your weight and your weight loss can be more sustainable. And that right there concludes part two of the toxic culture behind The Biggest Loser. I won't be done with The Biggest Loser yet, but I'll be taking a break from it. What I'm hoping one day is to hopefully interview a former contestant and have them share their experiences from being part of the show and explain the consequential effects after being part of the program. So stay tuned for that. If you like this episode, go ahead and share it with a friend. And yeah, that's all that I got for you today. And I'll talk to you later. Peace.